Right there, so? Yes, that's true. So let me tell you something. You see when we see people, mm. we love people and we like the people in China. So. Mm. Have you ever wondered what it's like to be an actor? How the actor prepares for a role? Place is called. This is your 15 minutes place is called. Act 2, 15 minutes place is called. Welcome to the Actors After Dark podcast. A safe space created by the actors for the actors. In this show, we will take a journey with the actors, discussing their stories, processes, and lives as thespians. We will learn about the theater, the ins and outs and do's and don'ts to acting. But most importantly, we will engage with the actors themselves to get all the questions you've ever wanted to ask answered. Come on and join us inside the Actors After Dark. Actors After Dark. Actors After Dark. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Actors After Dark the podcast for the actors, by the actors. In today's show, we have a wonderful young lady with us, um, an actress, an educator, a storyteller, and a stage manager. And um, I'm sure she has many other titles. Her name is Ramon Dare. We all call her Mona, but she'll tell us soon why everybody call her Mona. Um, but I'm just gonna ask her to you know, check into the podcast using one word, or to use a sentence about how she's feeling in this very moment, how she's feeling overall in, um, in life. You know, just check in with us for more. Hi, how are you guys doing? I'm so honored to be here. And thank you so much for that wonderful introduction. I'm feeling happy. I'm feeling very, you know, happy, grateful, thankful. I'm very enthused. I'm very excited to be doing this interview, to be sharing with persons so that they can learn more about what we do as actors and actresses. So I'm just grateful and I'm happy to be here to share with you tonight. Super diplomatic. Don't, guys. Don't. That's, that's why she is the educator, I say. She is the <laughs> educator right over there. Thank you, Ramon. So why we call you Mona? Your name is Ramon, a very unique name. Ramon Dare, right? Don't tell the last name. It's very unique. Ramon Dare, but everybody call her Mona. Where did that name come from? And, you know, what's that name about? Right. Let me tell you how, how, how this came about. So my mother actually named me Ramona. Okay, mm -hmm. so my mom named me Ramona, but on the birth certificate, you know, they place Ramon. So because when I go in spaces, when I do interviews, persons are always expecting to see a male because of the name Ramon. So when I came yes. to Edna Manley, when I came to Edna Manley College, and you know, it became a space where you could just embrace other things, just change, you know, and the whole um, grubbing process that we have at Edna Manley, where you could actually rename yourself. You know, persons were actually asking me, Ramon, I thought you were a boy. So I was like, you know what? Call me Mona. Mona is fine because actually my mom wanted to name me Ramona and the Mona is short for that. So let's go ahead with that. Interesting. So, um, what you say, the School of Drama, that's the Edamani College um, of the Visual and Performing Arts School of Drama, gave you your name through your induction yes. process. Yes, nice. sir. 
Nice, nice, nice. That nice buddy. But who is who is Ramona? So you know when there was the name. Who is Ramona? Oh, sorry, let me what? just let, let me let me be let me be very diplomatic about your name. Who okay. is Ramon Dare? Who is Ramon Dare? Well, you know Ramon. Ramon Dare is an educator. She's a very enthusiastic person, very loving, very caring, a person who believes in hard work, a person who is very humble, believes that, you know, in life, you just have to put your best foot forward at all times. You know, just remain humble, remain thankful. Remember the little things in life matters. I'm all about that. And I'm also about inspiring, just motivating, you know, making persons feel better about themselves. And as an educator, just to make my students grow and to develop and to actually see a shining light at the end of any dark tunnel that they may come across, you know. So that's just me. I'm just here to spread the love. When you hear that, the real educator talk, you know, the real she's here to inspire, she's here to invigorate the youth, she's here to create change, she's here, you know, she's here all about the education of the of Jamaican youth and the happiness. And she's she's really about that, you know, she not come, she not really fake planet still. That's who she is as an Definitely individual. not, right? True. Because <laughs> I've I've worked with her as an individual before, you know. And um, I can attest to all these things that she's saying. But Ramon, what does what is it? What are you like, or what is it like to see you inside the classroom? I know this is um, this last last semester was your final semester at the Edmund College, and you're now moving into um, the actual classroom. But of course, you've gone on um, practice TPS, experience, right? Teaching practice experience. What is it like for you? to stand in front of a classroom as an actress first and as an educator second? Well, you know, as an actress first, I know that I'm standing there and I'm going in there to show that aspect of creating, to show that aspect of expressing, to show that aspect of using what theater gives onto us, like light, sounds. I'm there to educate on all those things as, a, as an actress first and as a as the educator I'm really there to let them understand the cultural process to let them understand more about how they can use these elements of theater and actually apply to their to their work to their life how they can learn how they can use these things to develop more on their problem solving skills their critical thinking skills you know all the things that are necessary for the 21st century education and also the 21st century living because you know that the 21st century living we're looking on collaboration we're looking on developing communicative skills so those are things that when I stand in the class as an educator and as an actress I'm using those things to actually educate students students on those things because I believe they're essential Hey, me not in the line of people, me sit down over here and me just a smile from ear to ear. Let me grin off my teeth. Like, I'm so happy <laughs> and I'm so proud of Ramon. Like, oh my God, thank you I'm, so much. I'm absolutely excited to hear her speak like this. And I know that these words are not going to fall flat. She is a, um, a woman of her word and she's going to follow through. And I'm just really excited to hear about, you know, the process, the progress you make as an educator right. going in to inspire all of this change to, you know, to develop the 21st century thinker and learner and society member. Because of course, right. you know, we need it. And to use, use theatre as 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 your um um standpoint or standing ground to you know inspire instigate this change 
I am really interested to hear of it and to see what 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 you know what what it brings for our youth. Right. Yes. So Ramon, just jumping right into it. What is it, or what is the role of a stage manager? Right. So the role of the stage manager is to make sure that everything within the play, the cast, the crew, the props, the settings, the everything that happens within a production is doing is it, it happens well. And throughout the process, I'm there to be the right hand, almost the right hand of the director, you know, to make sure that the actors are there on time, they warm up you know, because warm-up is very important when it comes on to theater. Make sure that the actors are fed. Make sure that rehearsal starts on time. Make sure that the lighting, the, the sound, everything that happens on show night is done well and is done to the best of the cast and the crew ability. So we have said to me, we have said to me, uh, Mona, is that uh, the stage manager do everything and the director just come in and the director can yard. No, man, no, I'm not after that, no. Because <laughs> no. like you do everything, yeah, yeah, Ed, yeah, Ed Cook and Bakawasha, everything, yeah, get yes, cast ready. Yes, you're, actu- you're actually mm-hmm. there to help and be the right hand of the director because the director is really there to focus on, you know, making the show look the best, making the show look wonderful, setting the, 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 the blockings, you know, working with the actors, with their lines. And even as a stage manager, you are tasked with that as well. You know, sometimes you would have to take up the mantle of going in, helping the actors with their lines, helping them with understanding the intention behind their lines. You know, so you're basically there to help and to just make sure that the product is as beautiful as possible. So as we say, Ed Kukambaka Washa. Yeah, man, true. <laughs> right, true. <laughs> Ed Cook and Bakawasha is the stage manager and that right is the role. We love it. Now, Ramona, yeah. being a stage manager, how does this prepare you or assist you in um, becoming the 21st century um, educator? Okay, so with being a stage manager, you have a lot of different persons dealing with. You have a lot of different personalities. And I did stage manager, um, Mr. Walker, I did stage manager in college where, you know, you're dealing with your peers and you're also dealing with persons who are in a higher year than you are. So you have to learn how to develop a certain amount of communicative skills that is needed for you to communicate effectively. You know, not to make persons feel as if you're trying to be rude. You're trying to be disrespectful. It's also about understanding, because within the 21st century education, you know, Mr. Walker, it's not about who I want to work with. It's not about who I want to speak with. It's about understanding that within this world, we're going to find persons from different diverse backgrounds, just as in college, when you have to deal with all those different personalities, persons from different social classes, you have to understand that, hey, we're not going to be able to agree on everything, but we have to develop that level of understanding, that level of empathy towards each other so that we can actually function within this space and at a later date function within the workplace and function within the wider world. Yeah, because somebody did tell me one time I'd be a mad people in a theater. So may I try figure out say uh, like, um, mad people them just come together and then just do the work and you know, or it work out. They might use the communicative communicative skills as you say. And, and, yes, and, and, definitely you have 
to have that level of communicative skills. Actors are some of the most brilliant, intelligent, creative, understanding, critical thinkers that you can think about. I make no mistake in saying that. We she learn no mistake into our saying that. You're not. Right. We learn how to be this. We learn how to be critical thinkers. We learn how to take a script and dissect it from left to right. Mm -hmm. We learn these things. We develop these, sk these skills through the process. You know, and we're still learning because as actors, guess what? We always feel like there's more room to grow. We always feel like there's something that we can use to develop our, our art more, you know? So we're always searching. We're lifelong learners, you know? So we're always developing and we're always growing. Interesting. And it's just interesting how the education ties in with what you've just said about um, actors yeah, being learners definitely. And, and being, you know, go ahead. Yes, definitely. I was agreeing by saying definitely it ties just as much with the education, with you being an educator, just the same, because you have to have these kind of principles in order for you to apply it within the classroom. So your students, because, you know, education is not just about imparting knowledge, you know, just sharing knowledge. There are some hidden things that you teach, like you're, you're allowing students to grow spiritually, emotionally, mentally. And these are some of the hidden things that you, that you, you don't directly teach, you mm -hmm. indirectly teach them. Yes, agreed. It's a give and receive process, just as with acting. Right. It's a give and yes. receive process. I like that. I really love that. And, you know, sometimes um, I hear people talking and I hear them talk about the fact that, you know, um, Drama is different from theater and, oh, I'm a theater teacher or I'm a drama teacher or a drama educator or a theater educator. Do you know, do you have for us the difference between drama and theater? All right. Here's the thing. With theater, you're looking at a product. With drama, you're looking at a process. With come again, theater, come again. No, 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 no. Come again for them, you know? Repeat it. With theater, you're looking at a product, a mm -hmm. well-polished product that audience come to see. Right. With a drama, you're looking at a process. You're looking at a process that students go through. And I, I can give you some terms. With theater, you have actors and actresses. With a drama, you have students and participants and teachers. With theater, you have directors. With drama, you have teachers. With theater, you have audience members. With drama, you have your peers, you have your teachers, and you have like other students, which, which is still your peers, you know? But in the end, it's all, it's the, the theater is a product. It's something that is, has to be well-polished with lights, sounds, costumes, you know, something well put together, but with drama is really taking students through a process, you know? So it's not something that has to be that perfect at the end. It's for them. It's a learning process. It's more of an educational process, teaching them through dif different dramatic strategies and stuff. Rather than theater, well, when you're looking at a final product, you need to see a final pro product. 
Okay, so I get what you're saying. You're saying that theater is the overall combination of everything, the light, the sound, everything coming together, and drama is an aspect of theater that is used to educate people and to create a scene and to create a drama and to create a play, right? Right. Okay, nice. Well, thanks for, for kind of enlightening me because sometimes here people attack and they try to figure out, you know. So as an educator, I'm glad that you, you know, shed some light on that for right. us. Right, and it, you can also look at it because um, I think what I explained, you must look at what I explained just now is more most, more, so the um, the educational aspect of it versus, you know, with the theatre. Um, but when you look at drama, the word drama in itself you know, it can come in the form of a text, a prose, a verse, and it becomes the theater only when it is performed on stage. So drama in itself, the word drama in itself, you can look at plays, script, text, and it becomes theater when persons take on the roles of the characters that were in the prose, the characters that were in the text, the settings, the scene, analyzing, and those stuff, you know? Hello, make sure it's you know, I write down you know, you know, you know, notes, you know, because a teacher teach, you know, you know what I'm saying? An educator is with us today on this podcast, and I'm yes. sure we're all learning, because I'm learning. Definitely. Myself, and I'm just really intrigued. But I got it. I'm going to come in a one-year class then. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I don't tell you should, you should. I'm enjoying this. <laughs> yeah. But Ramon, let's get to um to know um who you are a bit more. Where where you come from? Where I'm from, from the beautiful parish of St. Elizabeth, Ray. You come from St. St. Bess. Yes, St. Bess, the best, best, best. The breadbasket. Yes, yes. The breadbasket parish of Jamaica. Now, um, so Ramona, you, started, you came, you went to, sorry, you went to Edna Manley College, right? You studied, um, you wrap up your studies and all that. But um, what did your family say? when you told them that you wanted to do theater, you wanted to study theater, what did them say? Well, you know, my mom, shout out to my mother, Miss Juliet. She's so supportive. You know what? Shout um, out to so Miss Juliet. Shout out to Miss yes. Juliet, supportive mother. Continue. Yes, <laughs> because honestly, I don't even think at the moment when I said that I was coming to Edna Manley College and I was going to pursue a career, a, a, a degree in, you know, drama and acting. I don't even think my mom fully understood what I was doing. Honestly, I okay. don't think she understood. But you know what? She supported me nonetheless. She just jumped on board, you know, helped me out financially, you know, provided support with me, provided support for me, you know. So, I didn't really have a problem with my family members. They were supportive right through, even though I know for a fact that they, you know, they weren't so sure with what exactly is it that she's going to college to do. Yeah, man, because, you know, everybody asks, I'm sure going to do acting. She, then she's going to make some money and, and, right. and make up and yeah. make people laugh. And, and, yeah, because you know that. Money? Right, right. Well, I am happy that you had taken this 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 road, and there was anything. There is nothing to derail you. Granted, before that you just shared. Um, big up Miss Juliet again, big time. Yes. For, big um, all our support and all our help that you yeah. um, you know, that you were offered to be at this point. Because trust me, you are a brilliant individual. Thank you um, so much. Yes, love. So um. 
during your studies and during all of all of what happened at Edna, because you know we have the the valleys and the peaks and all of that at Edna. What was mm-hmm. your most terrifying moment as a student, as a theater student, as a theater e- educator to be, or let's say educator, because we, you know, you have to affirm my, it. Right. My t- my most terrifying moment was when I lost my passion and my fire. The passion and fire that brought me to Edna Manley was diminishing. That was my scariest moment. And it, happened ar- and it happened around second year. And I won't go into details about, you know, what exactly. One but detail, but- one detail. You came in in first year. I came in in first year and it was good. I, I felt like my, my craft was being watered. I felt like I was growing. I felt like the passion was just burning and it was going. But then there was a change in second year when we changed, you know, lecturers who were, you know, doing um, the acting subject. And it just kind of went haywire from there. Mm-hmm. It's almost as if you lost your reason. You weren't sure what you were doing anymore. It felt as if, oh, Lord, I reached this far. So let's just finish. I don't even know why. But let's just finish, you know. So I, I lost it. And that was the most terrifying, terrifying moment for me because then I remember seriously contemplating like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? And then it was a moment of, but if me left now, what me I going to do? And I just mm-hmm. know what I do. Yes. I just know what I do. You know, so, so you reignite that passion, that passion there. See, see, see that you, 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 let me say, not lost it, but it was diminishing. How right. did you find that fire back? Because you, you are at the end. You reach right. the end and you're done. So clearly the fire started back. So how right. did you reignite that fire? You know, thanks to production. And I think that's a great element that drama school has. Even though you're in the DIE program, you're not just limited to please education. Please tell people what DIE is, is, is please, because we don't know. <laughs> All right, so the drama education program is basically where you look at the more theoretical aspect of theater and drama. So mm. it's not solely acting. It's not solely going in the space and analyzing script. We look more about cultural forms, breaking down culture for students to understand because we're going out there to educate them. Okay. You know, it's about understanding dramatic strategies that are there. It's about teaching them. It's also about teaching them as well how to break down, understanding different ways how you can reach to your students, you know, because you're going to be educators. Okay, great. Right. And as I was saying, production saved, brought back my fire because I became stage manager in that year for a wonderful production, Bella Woman. You remember that production? Yes, I do. That's Bella Woman by Omar, right? Right. Directed by... um... It was... Yes. Right. That gave me back some amount of fire, mm. you know, being in the space, working, seeing the actors and being reminded on a daily basis, like, yes, girl. Yes. This is mm. what it is. This yes, is what girl. Girl. This is totally come back. And thanks to Miss Reed as well, because I, I was working alongside with her and just her brilliance. And I think that's where as well, I developed a love for directing, you know, because just by seeing her brilliance and how she was able to make decisions um, and 
made blockings and it just brought some amount of spark and the actors were like, yes. And everybody's like, yes, you know, and you know, it just bring back that moment of, Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. Road and the, there's a falling, everybody just a happy because yes. they are rich. Mm. Right. Nice. Yes. Must have been nice. Want to yes. see how they try to tell guys? What was that? I'm saying this is this is how we 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 um share that theater is um therapeutic it has right. its therapeutic it value and it offers to us the development um of ourselves and identity and who we are and what we really want so you could have really just drop out and go on your yard and say you know me not do somewhere and go take up one book and start I know. say yeah do I look know. accounting or yeah go you know become know. an entrepreneur or why, something else right and that is why it became the most you know troubling moment for me because it was a it was a case of me dropping out, but then at this moment I do so. What's going to happen? You know yeah. what's going to happen? You and know? you found that fire back just through right. one production, right? No Definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Ramon, um, one last question in this little segment: like, what distinct change, whether physical or by character development, have you noticed with yourself practicing and having t- taught theater? I have become so humble. And I have become so much more enthusiastic. Am I saying that right? I think I am. <laughs> yes. I think I am. I see where. I've become more patient. I've become a more free thinker. Somebody who is more open to understanding different views, to understanding Mm -hmm. different perspectives, understanding different personalities. And it's so funny because I was in high school within the 21st century education here. Mm -hmm. And I hadn't developed any of these. I was And I see now why you want to inspire, you know. I see why now that fire that coming back from all of that. Yeah, man, I was still close-minded. Listen, if I I don't know what would happen because you don't, I didn't know how to like deal with people, you know, like deal with people who have a different views because we feel like and my views alone for matter. Mm-hmm. And when me say, I left, we figure, it means say, I left, we figure. But when I came to drama school, none of that mattered. None of that mm-hmm. mattered. You came into a space where you had to listen. You, you better learn to listen. <laughs> Just right. To each other. You better learn to listen. You better learn to get up and say, all right, and let's try this. Mm-hmm. Not just throw away. I Listen, in, in doing theater arts in high school, if somebody say, let's try No, 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 no. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. I'm not doing it. I don't want to do it. Yes. And it was that. But let me do that at drama school, no? Mm-hmm. We had to learn that. And it prepared us. It prepared me because I'm a, prof- listen, I'm a professional individual now and I'm going into an a institution where I'm going to have to be dealing with my colleagues. Mm. And I have to, I, I now develop 
and understanding and a good and a good communicative and good collaborative skill, you know, and drama school taught me that. And um, drama school is centered around um, collaboration a lot. It is. It's It's, it's a community. It's a community of people coming together to make theatre and to make it work. And it triggered people in Motor Road to think that drama school is just kidding your teeth and waste your money. Please, please listen here. Please listen to this wonderful lady, Ramon. I I really do hope persons listen to this because the the stereotype that is out there needs to to come down. Yes, we need to rewrite the narrative. It's like a wall. It's like a wall that needs to just get one big tractor and we just push it down yes which is right because i think persons don't understand what we do listen not to mention especially for persons in the acting the straight acting program having to balance both acting and theory because you know what some of them think they think that all you do is come and, and step on stage every day and that's about it <laughs> they don't understand the theoretical part of it, the research. Yes. The late night lectures. Yeah, man. They don't understand that everything has a certain structure. You can't get a degree by just coming to school and just acting every day. Yep. There, there has to be some amount of theory, some amount of research, some amount of understanding content. And I think persons don't understand that. Yeah. But you know... It's for us. It's for us to, to, to just hold on to because we're not changing for anybody. And we just need to make those who are out there believing already continue to believe, you know? Yes, which is right. Right. Make them understand so we now come. Make them understand so we see you, yes. yes. Yes, guys, I worked with Ramon in a play, not Belly Woman by Doreen Reed and I'm All Right, written by I'm All Right, directed by Doreen Reed, but Belly Woman Bankaran by Sister in Theatre that was directed by Camille Kwamina. Um, it's on right. YouTube, you guys can check it out. You will see Ramon play. What did you what is the name of the character you played again? Mama? I play- his mom, right? Yes, Diddy Mama. Yes, yeah. and we, we we thoroughly enjoy that piece of work, right? Um, while making it come come alive. So, um, Ramon, we're moving into a very, you know, exciting section right now. Um, this is a games and activity section on the podcast where um we're gonna be playing two games right here. Okay. Yeah. Two games, and um, I hope you enjoyed. So. The first one is Guess That TV Show, right? Oh, my Uh, God. I'm (laughs) going to play the theme song for five seconds of a um, well-known TV show, and you are going to tell me what TV show it is, all right? Oh, my God. I hope I do good. Okay. you're good. You're going to get 15 seconds to tell me um, what it is, all right? Okay, good. 15 seconds. So let's just put 15 seconds on the timer. Okay. (laughs) And we're going to start. All right. So I'm going to play it first and then start the 15 minutes afterwards. All right. right. Here we go. Um, So this is your first one. Okay. Right. Oh my God! What's that? 
It sounds so familiar. <laughs> Five, four. Oh my three, God! Is that law and order? No, oh. it is my wife and kids. Oh my God! I'm gonna be so bad at this. No. Let's try another one. Okay. All right. Yeah. Here we go. If you're not the one, you need being. Oh. A beef don't burn. Oh my god. Go hold on a trying just to get up that hill. Alright, starting now. Oh my god, I know exactly what this is. I just can't remember the name. That was the Jeffersons. No, 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 none yet, none yet. Let's see. I'm gonna read you one and see if you can figure it out. All right. Oh my God, this is so. All right. So this sitcom features the lives of an American African American family, right? So this sitcom features the lives of an um, African American family. This show, built on humor and moral messages dealt with everything from air piercings, getting your children to eat vegetables, and your eldest child dating someone undesirable. The show featured actors such as Raven Simone, Felicia Rassad, and Lisa Bonnet. Oh my God, this is... Um... Oh, Starting now. It's the Dodo Jesus. Oh my God. Is the sweet, sweet life of Zach and Cody? <laughs> what is Re is Re what? Raven, a Raven Simone movie. What's wait, Niam? That's all Raven. I'm, no, it's not. That's all Raven. I'm going to read it again. This sitcom features the lives of an African American family. This show built on humor and moral messages dealt with everything from air piercings, getting your children to eat veg vegetables, to your eldest child dating someone undesirable. Undesirable, sorry. The okay, show featured actor actors such as Raven Simone, Felicia Rassad, and Lisa Bonnet. Or Lisa Bonnet. Oh my God. And that's not, that's so Raven? No. And it's not Sweet Life, sweet life of Zach no. and Cody? No. Is it Cheetah Girls? No. <laughs> Cheetah <laughs> Girls is, wasn't a movie. Wasn't a, it was a movie. Oh my God. All right. The show, I, I, you hear what I say? African American Family. It was the Bill Cosby show. Bill Cosby, Raven. Yes, Raven. Simone. Raven played. Um, I can't remember the daughter that she played, but she played one of um Bill's um well Cliff's daughters. Really? Yes, she did. This is embarrassing. <laughs> We're moving to the next one, and you should know this. this no, one, no, no, no. This one is young. <laughs> Let's go. Is that Hannah Montana? No. Yeah, yeah. Um, fourteen more seconds. Thirteen, twelve. Guess again. 
What? Eight, seven, six. Okay, no. Five, Good night. Four, three, two. Oh my God. <laughs> oh. That was Lizzie McGuire. Oh my God. That's that's that that's not a TV show though. That's just a, like a movie. No, Lizzie McGuire was a TV show. Oh. Oh yes, yes. it was. <laughs> Yes, it was when she turned small in the cartoon. Oh yes, in the cartoon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have two more, two more to go. So oh my God, no. Two more. This, 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 this one, this one, you should get. You should get. I obviously, I I don't you know. Get. <laughs> All right, let's go. All right, starting now. I know this show. I don't. Oh my god, I know it. Ew. Oh my god, what's the name? It's with this. this, this, this uh. Oh my god. A family. What? what? Oh time, my time, god. Time, 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 time. Jesus, have this merch. Oh my god. I know the movie. It's about the man. It was George Lopez. George Lopez, of course. And the mother in the mother-in-law always a try to break yes. up the wife and the husband. <laughs> oh my god, have his mercy. Just remember it name, its name. It's just the names last I can't remember. Last one. The last one. Jesus. All right, here we go. It's a rare condition this day and age to read in a good news on the newspaper page. Love and tradition of the grand design. Some people say it's even hard. All right, the time starts now. Listen, I know this movie, I just don't know the name. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I know the song, you know, people, but you don't know the name of the show. Mm-hmm. Four, three, two, one. Is it Monk? Oh, not Monk. Monk has a very different, distinct um, um, theme song. This one was Family Matters. Oh my God! Listen, this this I know this show. I just don't know the name. Just don't remember the name. Just to remember the name. Well, oh my God. you did, you did, you did, you did well knowing the names of the, the sorry the tunes to the songs. Yes, but not name to the shows. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> All right, so we're just going to switch right over to something that I think you may be more comfortable with, right? Okay. We are going to um, play a game called What Would You Do? What okay. would you do? I'm going to give you a scenario and you're going to tell me what you're going to do, what you would do um, in one minute, all right? Okay. All right. So you're on stage with your scene partner. Mm-hmm. There is a kissing scene, but as soon as you both kiss, your scene partner falls to the ground and faints. What would you do? And this is not a part of the original um, script. No, no. All right. You know, honestly, I would just 
counting at the scene as if, babe, what happened? What happened, you know? And just kind of pull him off the stage like, help, Keisha, help. Somebody from backstage that is a part of the cast that it was on stage before and just play it off as if, you know, it's a part of the scene. That's how we go. The show must go on, you know? The show must go on. You play it off. You know, if the yeah. person's feeling trying to end up, they have to get fixed and everything. Just pull it off. Yeah, we just pull it off. We just pull him off to the wings, you know? Just play it off, play it off to the wings. <laughs> Nothing wrong, huh? All right, got that. All right, thank you. All right, your second scenario is you are managing a show, you're stage managing a show, right? And mm -hmm. um, it's a two show day, and you're at the sh the break of the shows, right? So it there was a mat matinee show, and then now you have the late show to to go to. There's a donut shop that has a buy one get one free right and you decide to buy some donuts for the cast as you guys have done your last 36 shows without any challenges right all the castmates indulge and enjoy the donuts and enjoys your kindness and you know everybody's sharing with you and telling you how nice you are right one minute before the show starts right yeah the two leads in the show starts vomiting and seems to have food poisoning. The lights come up on stage. What do you do? Oh my God. Oh I have one my. minute to respond. Oh my God. So so the light come up, so they're having food poisoning. The light comes up on stage and they're not there. And this is all, all right. because of you, because you gave them the, the donut. And this is all because of me. I'd probably just um go to a, a fade, a slow, a slow blackout and bring back up the pre the music that was before, the preset music. And then I'll run backstage to see what is happening and see if we could come up with a quick solution. Hey, on the stage manager, yeah? Me think she would have felt and feel, but you know hear her, you know hear what she come with? That's all. I like it. I love it. I love it. That's yes. great. You answered in less, than one, in less than one minute. Appreciate it. Right. right. So Good. that was the game. What you, would you do? And you nailed that one. You didn't nail get to the it's a TV show, but you nailed it. And a TV show, something that needs to go in our barrel button. You see? Right? Yes. Something that you, you can do. All right. right. So um, before we wrap up, we have a segment inside the Actors After Dark known as the Actors Confessionals. No. Inside the actor's confessionals, what we do is that the actor shares two or more things that they need to confess to the public or need to confess that has happened to them as an um, actor, whether on stage or backstage. Listen, I don't know. You see that, that, that play, that play when you're bellum and bangarang <laughs> and that scene? Yeah, I have a little play scene in a deer. I think I lick, I lick and run. Yeah. I think it's lick and run. And I tell you, you know, one night, my dad and me a gila, come here, go on. Me not play, me not play. And we're supposed to jump on these two boxes and do a sharp freeze. For some reason, I mean, you know, so me know why you are laugh. And I was licking and I was running, I was playing, and boom, me jump on the box and boom, me spread out. The box turned over. And listen, me have to drop back up quick, quick, quick on the box. You know, I go like, say, not never happen. Of course, because the show must go on. the show must go on. But listen to me. And then me hear some people in the audience start laugh because they didn't notice, you know. And for a moment, me did feel a little bit, you know, 
embarrassed and soft. But then the show went on. So that, that's a little confession. And you know, from that incident, I actually did have swell food for like a two day. Really? I actually, yeah, I did have like a swell food for like a two day. But you know, it, it's it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> we had other shows after that, right? What was that? We had yeah, other, man, shows, we had after other shows after that. And I had to, you know, continue. And the swell foot. Yeah, man, the yeah, show must go on. <laughs> <Same> <laughs> All right, so that was confession one. You're a little bit embarrassed. I mm. mean, the show went on without, you know. I wanted to laugh, guys. Maybe I wanted to laugh. But in the <laughs> moment, I had to just catch myself and, you know, yeah, remain in if character. It, if, you, if you did ever laugh, I don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we just play tough, you know, play tough. Because and, and, we, were, we were playing, right? And then right. we had to get serious right after we get on the boxes. Yes, right. It was a sharp freeze, yes. you know? All right. So that's confession one. Confession two. Confession two. Um, there, there are many, you know, but I'm going to go with um, one for voice and speech exam um, where you had to rehearse a story. I think mm-hmm. it, it didn't have to be an Nancy story, right? But no, it, it had to have been a Jamaican story, I think. Had to be a story. This, I don't know. I, I hope persons are listening, but they're not going to take this wrong. I did not practice for my story. <laughs> when me tell us, when me tell us, I don't know, my name I come up, I mean, I have a story. But no, I have wow. a story. And this is final exam? Yeah, final exam. Okay. <laughs> and I don't have a story, but listen to me, me go up on stage, you know. I would make up on stage. It was the most embarrassing, the most funny, because even the examine, even they started to laugh. To show so, you how so where you go there, you go up, they're gonna make up a story. Right. All right. So I had um so I had an idea of a story in my head, mm-hmm. right? But you know, they're looking for words and you know, stuff because you have to give them a little word to word thing that they have on the paper. So I went up there and said the first two lines was Anansi went over the, the drum and he fell. So Anansi went over the drum and he fell. Me say, and when he fell, him, him tried to come back over. That was me. That was me. And then when I remember another line, like the line was, um, and he saw brother, brother Cole. Mm-hmm. And he fell, and he fell. And then he saw Brother Cow. And that was me throughout the whole story. It was, uh, listen, I started to laugh oh. in the middle of the story. And the examinators were like, what the hell is going on here? Because they're like, you don't know what you're saying. Mm-hmm. You don't know what you're saying. But you know what? From that experience, I know that that would never, ever happen not, to me. Not reach again. Mm-hmm. Not reach again. Until now, reach my man. All right, thank you for sharing that. Never yeah. expect that one to come. But as <laughs> we wrap up, Mona, I want you to quickly go ahead and give us a story, a random story, just like you did in the exam. <laughs> you mean you need something realistic or just no, man, uh... give me anything will come by it up here, man, because you're not a big storyteller. So go on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to exam, go plan story. Go get an exam, go plan story. All right. So once there was this little girl who 
felt as if she needed to prove something to the world, prove something to persons who weren't even seeing her, you know? So she would put on a, a show. She would dress accordingly. She would talk accordingly because she wasn't doing it for self, but for the validation of others. And as this girl went through her life, you know, and she continued to grow and she continued to develop, you know, one person, you could call that person a guardian angel. Let's call that person guardian angel and uh, call her auntie, um, auntie, auntie, auntie spark, because she, she lit a spark. So let's call her auntie spark. And one day um, auntie spark you know we have those aunties that have 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 that 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 level of discernment that they can see things in your life you know and auntie spark was like you know you're gonna be great you're gonna be wonderful but you need to start living for you and watch how things evolve you know and this girl she didn't take it too you know at first she was like whatever you know and then there came a second Auntie Spark who said the same thing, you know, you need to let go. You need to just be yourself and do it. And lo and behold, this young girl, she started to do just that, started to live for herself, started to, you know, embrace her flaws, her insecurities. And boom, she started to fly, started to feel free, started to feel happy felt so good about herself, started to grow, started to flourish. And now that girl is able to water anyone that she come across, can fill them with that same love, that same spirit, whatever it is that can uplift and encourage somebody else. Moral of the story, you know, sometimes you have to live for yourself to find yourself does that make sense me qualify sense me me there me i say me go ask when you done um if this little girl by any chance um named ramona there no no <laughs> <laughs> it's not i'm actually just making up making up this story i like it and it think, was so inspirational yes because i think it's right i think it's a beautiful story because a lot of times i mean even me but this this specific story and the things that were said is not really pertaining to me. But I mean, everybody in life have that moment when they're, you know, they're not so sure about things and they become very, you know, almost that they, they, they close away themselves. They close away themselves from everything, you know? Mm-hmm. And then there's just this one person that comes the and says, hey, you know, yeah, man, this car come and say, you know what? You need to, you need to stop thinking about this. Stop thinking about that. It can be anything. It can be, and when I say that person was not living, it can be any, it can be relationship that you're holding on to. Mm-hmm. It can be friendship. It can be just amount that can signify or symbolize anything that you need to just let go, you know, just be yourself, just, you know, live for you and watch. Because at the end of the day, nobody in a business about you like, oh, you business about yourself, you know. That's nobody true. not care about you like, oh, you care about yourself, you know. That's right. So that's the moral, that's the moral of the story. Your one story, I'm going to name it Anti Spark or the Anti Spark. I like that. 
I like the that. <laughs> and I'm gonna write this down. And I'm you gonna should. write down that because that was that was beautiful of me. Yes, it was a beautiful story. It was yes. a beautiful story. Well, right. Ramona, thank you so much for joining us inside the Actors After Dark. We really appreciate you being here. Is there anything you'd like to leave with us? You'd like to check out with anything you checked in with saying that you're happy and you're grateful to be here? Is there yeah. anything you'd like to check out with? Right. I'm just grateful. And as I said, I'm, I'm, I'm thankful. Um, you know, you, I'm just saying to young, this, uh, if you should ask me what my final message to young aspiring actors and actresses. Go right ahead. Yeah. And I'll leave that. Um, you know, never stop dreaming. You know, it's going to be difficult. Um, you're going to have your ups and downs and you're not going to get everything that you want at once. And you know, mm. when you come in, when you come in, because I had, oh, me, 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 no, me, no, but I tell me, go back in the stories again. So, you know, don't try, just don't try to prove to who, just don't try to prove to anybody. You know, just pray if you're, if you're a religious person, have that level of faith. Every role and every opportunity you get to kill it, put out your all in it. Put out one fifty percent. Put out your, you know, your hundred percent, and just have fun and be proud of what you do. And don't, in a sense, don't let anybody tell you what to do. You just own your thing. All right. And I leave you right. with that. Thank you so much, Ramon. Make a uh, Ramon, I know, because that is your right name. Yeah, Ramona, please do. There. Please do. Ramona, please. there. Yes, Ramona. Thank you so much for being here with us. We really appreciate you being here. And um, this was a really exciting um, podcast um, session in the Actors After Dark. I liked it. Um, Ms. Ramona Dare, the actress, the educator, the stage manager, the director. We appreciate you. Thank you for being here. And we hope to see you soon again inside the Actors After Dark. Right. Thank you so much for having me as well. No problem. Great. That was our session with um, Ramona Dare inside the Actors After Dark. See you next time when we will have another actor and we will get inside their lives during the After Dark. Take care. Thank you for joining us inside the Actors After Dark, a safe space created for the actors by the actors. Join us next time when we will enter the life of another actor inside the After Dark. Until then, remember, make your world smile. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Actors After Dark.